Recorded live. Hello, hello, hello. This is Renee Wiggins, your certified health and wellness coach. How are you doing this morning? And it's bright and sunny out. It's such a beautiful day. How is everyone? Well, I want everybody to know I've been looking at changing my diet. Uh, Yes, I'm thinking about going vegan and maybe even doing some raw food. Uh, Vegan uh, is good food for you because they focus mainly on whole grains, plants, fruits, and vegetables. Very little meat sources, depending what type of vegan you are. You can go be a vegan and just have meat, uh, just fish and fruit and vegetables, or you can be totally vegan and just no meat at all. I have learned that our food has really been altered. Now, they usually call it the GMO, Genetic Modifying Organizations. Um, They've been changing. They're not like they used to when we can go in the backyard and get your fruits and vegetables or the stores will get the fruits and vegetables. Now, things have just ultimately changed. Big companies have gotten into it. And there's a reason I can understand where you might want to change the potato because in some parts of the country the potato was being infected by disease and therefore you have to change it so it will resist that disease. And the same thing with corn. Uh, tomatoes, you're making them seedless for a reason because you want to control the hybrid of the tomato. But, you know, God made those plants for a certain reason. He made them to have seeds so they can multiply on their own not for man to come in and disturb. And I feel when you disturb, sometimes you change the genetic makeup of it. Is it the same type of vegetable when it started out years and years ago? Who ever heard of seedless watermelon? The seed is what contains the most, your fats, your nutrients there. And seeds are good and helpful for the plant to replenish, but not only for us, too, and there's some place fruits and vegetables. You can eat the seeds. So I'm thinking about more and more of going vegetarian, you know, still having some fish, maybe chicken once a month, but mainly focus on the whole grain fruits and vegetables and beans. I have come across some great recipes, taking artichokes, never had artichokes in my life until last month, and mixing them with bonzo or chickpeas, if you want to call it, with some onions and plenty of seasoning, and make it and blenderize it, so it be sort of a texture of a crab cake, because you don't want to blenderize it too much where it's mushy, and then take it out and put it into patties and then bake it in the oven, or you want to, you can fry it, you know, a little flour on top on each side. And also sweet potato. I have never eaten so many sweet potatoes. For us, sweet potato was always a winter food. But, no, I've been having in my smoothies, mm, sweet potato with cinnamon and banana. Oh, it is good. Or making sweet potato ice cream or sweet potato hummus, you know, hummus or chickpeas with sweet potatoes blended together. Oh, it's so good with plenty of seasoning, though, plenty of seasoning. And the sweet potato, of course, you know, the fries as well. It's just good. Then I came across this recipe of mock tuna salad. Oh, now for those who have the Vitamix and, you know, that pulp, what you're going to do with it? Well, hey, they take that pulp and mix it with veganaise, uh, vegetarian mayonnaise. Ooh, sorry, I don't like it. But they mix it together and maybe add some little crunch pineapple or apple, and they have like a tuna fish salad. I have taken shredded carrots and chickpeas and cut the green grapes in half, 
and Nixon was regular mayor, and it seemed like it tasted like a chicken salad. Oh, it is so good. Some of these raw dishes, they look so colorful, so bright, wholesome, and fresh. That is the thing. I noticed they are fresh. So why go raw? Um, most of the people that I've met have gone raw because they had something that happened to them. Sickened with an illness, they've gone to all the Western doctors, nothing helped, and they decided to, hey, let me just change my diet. And they changed their diet completely. They went from the Western to the raw. And they noticed when they ate more raw fruits and vegetables and whole grains that whatever that was bothering became less, less, and less, and that it finally went away. Well, I said, well, let me try it. And like I said, I tried more vegan and some raw dishes. And I know that nighttime, prior to that, my legs were hurt, first the knee, and then when I put the Bengay or ointment on my knee, it went away, then the ankle, and then I had, I mean, this is what happened. First the knee, then the ankle, then go up the hip. Then when all three weren't hurting, and I said, ooh, I can finally get some sleep, guess what, the knee started up again. Well, since I started eating less meat and eating more of the vegetables and whole grains and beans and peas, I don't have those pains at night. So there must be something to this raw diet, this vegan diet. They emphasize to go more plant-based to save the animals. We don't want to harm the animals, but also because you get most of the nutrients there in the fruits and vegetables. They're not altered. Or if you get a carrot, it was grown in the California, by the time it gets to you, it is, you know, some of the nutrients have gone out. So it's good to grow your own, or if you have a local farmer, you can go to and what they could glean, help them pick their own fruits and vegetables, and you can get some leftovers from there. So what is this raw diet? Well, it's good and healthy. They have good seasonings. It's just, again, you want to get with a coach, somebody that can help you put the things together so you won't say, well, I just sat down and ate just a plate for the vegetables. You don't want to do that because you still get to get your calcium. You still got to get your vitamin D, and you still have to get some protein. Otherwise, guess what? You're back where you started before. So vegan calcium food sources. I'm ready to eat cereal, fortified with calcium. Almond milk, fortified with calcium. And soy yogurt. So you can see here the word, hear the word fortified. Fortified means they add to it. Tofu, regular process with calcium. Orange juice, fortified with calcium. Blackstrap, molasses. All these have calcium. So the ready-to-eat fortified uh, cereal, three-fourths a cup to one cup, you got 100 milligrams to 1,000, depending on what type of cereal. Almond milk for one cup is 400 milligrams. Soy yogurt, fortified with calcium, one cup, 450. Orange juice, fortified with calcium, one cup, 349. For the women, we need at least 1,200 milligrams of calcium a day. Tempeh, one cup, 184 milligrams. Almond butter, two tablespoons, 111. Kale, raw, one cup, 100. And almonds, one-fourth cup, only 94. Mustard greens, raw, one cup, 64. So you see, we have to make sure what kind of foods that we are eating that from the fruits and vegetables that we get, what plenty of calcium. And the same thing with the, the protein. You know, the beans are a good source of protein. You know, any type of beans, combonzo, pinto, black-eyed peas, those are good food sources for the protein that we need. We don't want to go without protein because, again, we don't want to start out where we left off and, and 
we have to move on forward. So, uh, like I said, the scenting strips, one-third cup, 21 grams. Soybeans cooked, one-half cup, 11. Tofu regular with added calcium, one-half cup, four ounces, is only 10 grams. White beans cooked, a half a cup is eight. So mostly all your beans, about eight or seven milligrams of protein. And so the more you eat of those, the better you're off. And therefore, it's also helped with the rest of the body nutrients. So what about a raw kitchen? What does that look like? Well, from all the recipes I see, since you're not cooking, it's blender, it's a dehydrator, it's, you know, vegetable peelers, it's a food processor. It seems you don't need a lot in a raw kitchen. Just the fruits and vegetables and pick them that prime during the season. And if you get some canned, then make sure you pour the water off because of the high salt content. I would say, Renee, I don't know if I want to come to your house here. Well, try bacon. I'm just giving you some suggestions of, again, you can be what we call vegetarian and still have chicken and fish, vegetarian and just have fish only, or you can be a complete vegan of absolutely no meat at all. And then you can take it a little further for some people, and they take it to the raw type. Now, you're probably saying, well, what about wintertime? Well, the vegetables are available during winter time, and you just have to keep up with it because you know vegetables during winter time might be a little bit more expensive. It's buying which is in season. That's what you want. So those people who suggest that you switch over to these diets, they figure you should do a detox. Detox, meaning you detoxing by supposed to get all the impurities out of your body. They do it by either juicing or just smooth for at least a week. And that's for breakfast, lunch, and maybe like a vegetables and salad at dinner time. So you're detoxing. Mm, I have misconceptions about that because our body detox anyway through going into the bathrooms, the way of getting rid of the toxins through your urine and feces. And when you sweat, it's one way to get rid of toxins. Drinking plenty of water. For some of these uh, menus they call, they want you distilled water. Now, beware of distilled water because distilled water means it doesn't have the, you know, the calcium, it doesn't have the phosphorus, the sodium in it. It has no minerals in it, and that's another way we get our minerals is from the water. And it depends on where you're located at that some of these are very high concentration can what they call mulch your teeth. In other words, your teeth turn brown. So that's why a lot of people are going to the bottled water. But you know that plastic now is very hard to get, throw away. It doesn't melt. It doesn't destroy easily. So a lot of people are going back to the glass or, or jar to drink their water. Some have filtered the whole entire um, house, and some just filters only the water that they drink. You choose on your pocket because sometimes changing over to these I call specialty diets can be very expensive because a lot of these seasons I don't have. I stuck to the um, dash or pepper or, you know, onions and celery and green pepper is my form way of seasoning. You know, paprika is more color, cayenne pepper, cumin, thyme. But a lot of these vegetarian and vegan or strictly and raw are strictly very highly seasoned, and therefore I had to buy a lot of seasons, and they do add up. That's why I say it's very important to get a coach. But the raw diet 
They say now to go more plant-based. If you can't do it every day, do it at least once a week, then maybe twice a week, and then three times a week. I'm not telling you to sustain away from meat, but try to incorporate more plant-based foods in your diet. Oh, they are so good, these foods. They're colorful. They're wholesome. And I noticed if I had, like, that mock tuna or that chicken salad, I didn't eat as much, you know. I didn't eat. I filled up fast because it seemed to me they said in their books and what I read they felt lighter. I felt like some of this food just stayed there and therefore I wasn't hungry. It curbed my appetite as opposed to having meat and having your vegetables and mainly just focusing on the meat. I would tend to eat more. But when I made like a black-eyed pea sausage, oh, yes, it was good. The sausage, you put a little potatoes in it, you mush them up some liquid smoke, some sage, and roll them into like a sausage or to a patty, and it's good, good. When I made my black bean or sweet potato burger, I couldn't eat a lot because it seemed to fill me up. Yes, I went to the bathroom a lot more than I usually do, which, you know, is to be expected. That's a way to me of cleaning up nature's toothbrush, so to speak, because when you eat a diet high in fiber, you got to drink more what? water. Otherwise, you feel like you're constipated. But for me, I didn't. I went to the bathroom more than I did usually before. And I thought I did pretty good, you know, four times a day. Now it's up to six, seven times a day with this raw diet. It is, again, I said a little bit more expensive, so you got to do it gradually. Getting fruits and vegetables, you want to buy them in season. And it's better I to get the those that are not cut up, you know, the ones celery and carrots are already cut up in the stores cost more. So it's better to get those that are not cut so you can cut them up yourself. So how do you store these vegetables if you buy a lot? Well, like for carrots, you can cut them up Julian style with the skin on until you're ready and put it in a glass jar filled with water and the same with celery and it lasts a little bit longer. That's for me about, about two weeks. Because after two weeks, it does start turning a little brown. If you put it in the freezer, though, it gets mushy, and it's only good for stir-fries. So I found it's better to put it in a container, fill that container with water, and put your cut-up vegetables. So maybe on a Saturday when you go shopping, then you come home and you cut up your vegetables so they'll be ready for you during the week. But if you like to spend time preparing, preparing, include the whole family, you know, the children, your husband, if or if not, just do it yourself. The children you want to do gradually. Husbands, they may or may not go for it. But at least try to, again, include more plant-based foods in your diet and start out with breakfast. I never had quinoa until last year, too. And you can make your own quinoa, then throw in some raisins. I take some of that and put it in my oatmeal. And, boy, I feel full with that. It feels so good. Kiwa, you can mix with a lot of different like fruit and mango and put it on top of a salad. Mm, mm, mm. And you make your, why not make your own sauces, your own salad dressing? I'm used to going in my backyard and getting the basil and then coming in and make my own pesto salad. So it means pesto sauce, pesto sauce. Well, I keep looking at this recipe called kale pesto sauce, kale pesto sauce. Well, I didn't have kale, I had spinach, and I didn't have all of the ingredients. But I took the spinach and pecans and oil and blenderized it together. 
oh, and put it over my little noodles. It has sort of like a, a nice mm, woody taste to it. Better, I think, than the basil, maybe because I'm accustomed to the basil, but it was so, so good. So try to be creative. Try to um, focus on trying new things, I want to say. Focus on new things. You might want to do once or twice a week, but focus and just make a small batch just to see if you like it or not. Point, I made some organic raw pecan meatballs. Mm, I didn't have my food processor because I lost the blade. I don't know what I did with the blade. I have to get another one. But I grinded them as much as I can in the blender, and it didn't really come together, and the carrots were still kind of chunky. So I really didn't like it, but I'm going to try it again once I get my blender. Try it again because it's just, or I can either also cook it because, again, I'm not going totally raw, but I'm leaning more towards a vegan slash raw diet. This is Renee Wiggins. If you need any more information on the vegan raw diet, and you can email me at Renee at ResultsByRenee.com, Renee at ResultsByRenee.com. So this is Renee, your certified health and wellness coach. Until next time, as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to report and let you know how my journey is going. You take care. Bye.